TTB Music Podcast. Evening. I was just enjoying the theme tune for the hundredth time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. One of my best works. Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. Anyway, moving on. Podcast two, 2017, and for your dictation, we have the new album from Elbow, Little Fictions, Alison Crutchfield, Tourist in This Town, uh, Brent Cash, The New High, Sampha, Process, Horse Thief, Trials and Truth, and finally, Big Wreck, Grace Street. However, we shall start with the uh, seventh studio album from wow. uh, the band from Round Your Way. Uh, and the third album of theirs we've actually done on the podcast. Really? Yeah. On the chart, really? Uh, yeah, because we, we uh, build a Rocket Boys. That's the one. It was 2011. 2011, yeah. Uh, which we both liked. Yeah. And then there was the taking off of whatever it was. Taking off and landing of... That's the one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I think was 2014. Yeah. Which... I you, think I preferred. Yeah, you quite liked. Yeah. And I was a bit kind of... Yeah. On. Um, so, our third run with Elbow, Little Fictions. Mm. Is this a yeah or a meh? It's all, it's, it's all right. Yeah. Um, I'm yet to, to sort of feel the full impact, I think, of this album. Yeah. Um, it does take repeated listenings and on repeated listenings there are just little new things I keep hearing here and there yeah um, they've done a brilliant combination I think of what they did on the last album which was they started to move back towards the sort of the sort of anthemic rock mm. of, um, of, of, of of previous previous albums but have yet kept that sort of jazz restraint on it mm-hmm. if that makes sense mm-hmm. so uh, I, th- I think I think it's a really balanced record and I think it's one that will will reward throughout the year I can see this ending up in various lists of course yeah. at the end of the year um, I can see it ending up in mine I'm just not quite sure where yet yeah, yeah. bit early bit early <laughs> bit early yeah, yeah. Um, no no it's a, yeah I, I think it's, 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 it's a strong it's a strong record uh, I'm I, I'm similar I suppose in some some, some ways I'm equally yet to totally warm to it although I do there are a couple of tracks that are um, stand out to me mm. um, opening track yeah and she says all disco and head for supplies particularly mm. are ones that uh, appeal to me the most on the first few listens I've had um, which I can't say for Gentle Storm which is the second track which is just tedious rubbish yeah, it, it's quiet it's just mm. It's the same. It's, yeah. it's the same looped yeah. thing over. Exactly. At, yeah. And there's quite a lot. There's quite a lot of looped um, music within the album. It, it's and re- sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. And I think on Gentle Storm, mm. it's just. It, I had I literally the third time I was listening to the album today. Uh, I got a minute into Gentle Storm, and I just skipped to track three because it was doing my head in. I, I I think that that loop sound is very uh, reminiscent of. Build a Rocket Boys, which I didn't. I also remember not really warming to, and I have to say, subsequently haven't really listened to much in the intervening 
Yes. Well, I listened to it last night, and it's yeah. and it's it's oh, it's much better. Yeah, than much better than, oh my no, god! Yeah, okay, okay. So that's worth that's worth bearing in mind. Um, but again, that Rhett album seemed like a very quiet, um, particularly after the the, the, the bombast of Seldom Seen King yeah. a few years before. No, which this isn't. No. So, Little Fictions is perhaps a little grower. A little or grower. perhaps not. <laughs> Do you know what? We'll be, we'll be raving about this by the end of the year. It'll be one of those. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, moving on uh, to the um, debut album from Alison Crutchfield, Torch in This Town. Um, Alison Crutchfield is the twin sister of Katie Crutchfield, who we've reviewed on this podcast before uh, under her guise of Waxahachie. Um, a couple of years ago, I think it was, Ivy Trip, the album was called. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was quite a lot. Well. Um, and this album is, I think, very much a kind of, in that kind of belly breeders, mm. bone justice mm. type of. Um, although, bizarrely, it starts off with this kind of lovely a cappella kind of choral kind of thing going yeah. on. Got very kind of Beach Boysy before it kind of goes into that kind of slightly more indie thing on, on the, the first track, Broad Daylight. Uh, it's, it's a kind of breakup record, I guess. Oh, um, um, seemingly to do both with the kind of breakup of a relationship with um, her lover and co-writer who was also in a band with her, and then subsequently, obviously, the breakup of the band. Um, and I think there's some interesting, uh, interesting l- lyrics around that kind of topic contained in the album. Um, quite a lot of it's kind of very much kind of, yeah, admitting that she fucked up as much as anybody, anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there's also a song where it's one of the lines, I think it's in, um, is it Miles Away? And she goes, you assume to under- understand because your voice is the loudest, which I think is a quite nice thing. It's kind of, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like, yeah. I'm right because I'm speaking louder than you are. Yes. Kind of thing in a relationship, which, you know, all been there, done that. Uh, and the other line that I really like in on I Don't Want to Leave California, which is one of the standout tracks mm. on, on the album, uh, is the line I keep confusing love and nostalgia, which I also think is quite a sweet line. Um, and it's quite a short album. And I think uh, at the first half of it, in general, is better than the second half. But it's it's you know it's it's I'm going to use the word it's quite a solid <laughs> album. It's, it's, no, it's, it's a it's a light enjoyable record. It's not going to set the world alight, but it's yeah it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I completely agree. Um, uh, this this really was a grower. Yeah, and um, you're right. That first track's a bit of uh, um, it's 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 a bit of a trick really because the rest of the album's not like that at all. Um, so you think I thought I was getting into one thing, and then actually I get into something else. Yeah, uh, which is which is fine, uh, which is more than fine, in fact. Um, and I particularly liked when we talked about the lyrics. There's some really clever lyrics throughout throughout the album. Uh, I particularly like the song Dean's Room. Mm. Um, I was a, sort of a real sort of jangly, as you say. It's that kind of that kind of breeders era um, vocal, almost pop music. Yeah. Um, so I, I really enjoyed really enjoyed that track. Um, so it, yeah, yeah, this is the definite definitely a grower. Um, it can marry the sort of the, the, the kind of the pop and the, the, the bit folks as well. So yeah, all in all, a solid package. A solid package. 
Mm. I like it. Yeah. See, I'm evolving, evolving the language. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're now turning the <laughs> clock back to uh, the early 70s, I think, it's safe to say. Yes. Um, uh, with a gentleman called Brent Cash, and his third album, I think this is the first on a major major label, first two being uh, uh, self-released mm-hmm. affairs. Um, but yeah, as I said, definitely an early 70s vibe going on here, ever oh, yeah. so slightly. Yeah. Um, and again, um, I really enjoy, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it again on second second listen um uh for for me this one was uh the the album i I won't spoil it album i listened to before i really struggled with so actually this this when this came on it was quite a refreshing yeah sort of take on on i think what the album before was kind of trying to do i i think i'm really missing decent rock music or music with guitars um, and and keep coming across it, and it's not it's not done quite well, or it doesn't quite hit have impact. Whereas this, it was just it was just a fresh. I mean, yes, seventies, but kind of a very fresh sounding seventies record. You know, like something that Lane undiscovered for so long and and and, and put out there. Um, standout tracks. Well, this really was a solid record for me. I can't yeah. I can't pick anything in particular on this one. Um, but I, again, I think this is a it's a grower. Yeah, it's it's it is uh, it's a curious record in lots of ways because it is it is one of those records that I I kind of put on and a couple of tracks in I'm thinking yes it's kind of like it's channeling kind of the Carpenters and Carol King and yeah. Gilbert O'Sullivan yeah. and and dare I say it, early 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 Mr. Rungren too and it's it's and it's it's <laughs> and I think some of it works for me some of it worked better than others I think I think kind of shtick um kind of wore a bit thin for me over the over the, over the course of the course like of the album long yes and it's not a long I mean, album it's not how long it is yeah. yeah um but uh there are tracks on it that, that did stand did stand out for me and i like so i think every inflection uh, which is one of the shorter tracks um uh, the edge of autumn as well which is a really great great song uh, at the end he actually picks up a acoustic guitar because most of it is a piano based mm. very much piano based record um, for perfection comes near at the end, which I also thought was quite yeah. quite a nice little song. Um, but yeah, certainly a kind of nice, mellow, relaxing kind of yeah. chilling kind of record. More of a summer record than a yeah. winter record, yeah, though, I think. Yeah, time of year. Yeah, for this one. So moving on, we move on to yeah, on. we are. <laughs> we move on to the uh, unbelievably the debut album from. Samtha, uh, who, well. who we covered when he was uh, in. Uh, yeah. he, came, he came third, I think, in the BBC Sound of 2014. Six, 14? Yeah. Crikey. Yeah, Sam Smith won it. I thought 15, but wow. Or did, or, did, or did Sam Smith win it? I can't remember Sam with it, or was the Ella woman? Eddie Golding? No. No, that's before then. Uh, well, anyway. No, there was the Sam Smith, yeah. the one that had George Ezra in it. Yeah, Ellen. that's right. And, um, Gosh. Yeah. Wow. So it's taken just wow a while for yeah. the debut album to uh, ah. um, appear, um, and I, I, yeah, I, I kind of had to think back about what we kind of thought about him at the at the time when the uh, we were reviewing him back then. Uh, so much so, I actually listened back to what we said. Uh, <laughs> I don't do this very often, Deep kids. Breath. Yeah. <laughs> And I absolutely raved about. Did you? Uh, about Sam, Sam, Sam right. Um 
and compare and yeah. because the EP sounds very very Rundgren-esque. Ah. Uh, Something I should have to say. Something yeah. Something I have to say is not totally lost on this album either, because yeah, yeah, yeah. because the second last track on this re- record, "Incomplete Kisses," uh, has a very Rundgren-esque kind of yeah. uh, synth going on in it. Wow, this is this is starting to ring a yeah. very distant bell with me. So when I did that, the yeah. only thing that could possibly go wrong there is the fact that I listen to this album and kind of go, "God, this is crap." No. Um, but actually, no. I just mm. the album. I thought this is a good record. Yeah. Um, very much a it's a very smart it's kind of a sparse quirky soul record I guess um, but when I say sparse well it's kind of simplistic but not simplistic at all it's, it's very inventive um, and fresh sounding so that makes it sound like I'm trying to get down with the kids it's very fresh sounding yeah. uh, but it is very fresh sounding um, so even from from the opening trap, plastic, one hundred degrees, through to which is kind of very, um, kind of evocative sounds going going on in the kind of back background of the main main piece, which just kind of kind of draws you in. Straight through the al- album to kind of the piano piano ballad, uh, no one knows me like my like like the piano, which is a very very simple song written for his his mother, and basically Harry kind of got into. Discovering his personality through playing the piano, kind of thing, mm. and it's just a. You know, there, isn't, there really isn't a dud track on this album for me. Yeah. It's a really good songs, good lyrics, uh, even the the co-writing by Kanye on Timmy's Prayer can't ruin the album. <laughs> um, a good song, in fact. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I am very pleased because this 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 album for me delivers on that promise that uh, I thought he had back in 2014. It, it just goes to show that, you know, success may not always be immediate, but, but actually when it comes, it's, 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 it's well-deserved in some cases. Um, I, this, for me, probably the album of the podcast, in terms of it's the only one we've listened to this month that had an immediate impact on me and was actually really interesting yeah. as well. Um, in that it, it, it isn't um, it isn't it isn't a hip hop album, but it certainly is hip hop influenced. It's not a soul album, but he's certainly a very soulful singer. Yeah. Um, so for me, that sort of marriage of of different strains of different genres of ooze ooze oovers, as you mentioned earlier, I like it enough. Um, it it just really. Uh, yeah, just really, I was just really impressed by it, and 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 um, I mean, it's not. I mean, <laughs> I did read with amusement somewhere that uh, you know part of his Boyd, part of his success and sort of training as an artist and, and what have you and, and experience um, came when when Drake, our old friend. Yes, uh, he has he has played on his Drake, Drake album as well. Yeah, yeah, got some of his tunes. And do you know what? I think I've said this before. I think I've said it before more than once. There's some very, if you listen to hip hop music these days, there's some very interesting stuff happening in the background. Yeah. And this guy's clearly a, a genius when it comes to the, the background, but he has a really great voice to boot. Yeah. As well. And a really interesting voice as well. Yeah. So it's not yeah. kind of just a. Uh, so he's kind not. Of... He's not just a, a guy twiddling the knobs and playing the piano. He's 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 got the talent. The real deal. The real deal, indeed. 
So uh, yeah, no, for me this 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 was probably the best of the, the selection this month. Uh, I would agree. I'll probably skip to the end there. <laughs> yeah. In fact, why don't we? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I I like one of the, one of the two albums we got there. <laughs> Next up, yeah. uh, is the uh, second album from American band Horse Thief, yeah. uh, Trials and Truth, uh, indie, yeah. well, American indie, American indie, yeah. All right, I can, I can, I can, I can cede. Um, yeah, that, this one was all right. Yeah, that sort of. I want to call it Americana, but it's it's not really, is it? It's like American indie. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, yeah, it, it's all right. it's it's an interesting, it's a solid album. But to be quite honest with you, having listened to it a couple of times, I can't, I can't process it. I can't really say anything sort of either really negative or really positive. As he third listened to me on this one, is it third? Yeah, the Magic Three with this yeah. one. I did suspect as much. I thought I was I regret not having time for this one. Uh, uh, so I quite I, I quite like this record. So yeah. I took to this quite well. This, this, this is possibly my second favourite album of the, my the podcast. All right. Reminded me a lot of uh, Shearwater, actually. Yeah, yeah. Reviewed before. Um, has that kind of thing, and also at times it was, it was, there were a couple of tracks where where it was almost like American version of the Verve. The Verve. Mm. Um, uh, which is obviously an interesting concept in itself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Slightly less pompous, but yeah, uh, no, <laughs> slightly not hard. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I thought this was a, this was a, a quite a pleasant surprise, quite a strong kind of American indie album of of, of the kind of sheer water kind of type. Uh, uh, first half of the album particularly strong. Yeah, uh, so well worth checking out if you, yeah. if you're fans of sheer water particularly. Okay, um, so we finish. Takes we finish with seventy minutes of Big Rex. Uh, fifth album, Grace Street, mm. and uh, I want to read something briefly here before I go on. Um, you know, listen when there's reading involved. <laughs> yeah, this is this is from the Wikipedia entry about about the, about the album. Uh, it's from the, the making of Grace Street. Uh. It says the album also features a number of different recording techniques and the use of instruments and equipment such as wine glasses tuned with a turkey baster, Ian Thorny's daughter daughter Sophia's heartbeat for a kick drum, and a guitar solo recorded on a mountainside with a microphone placed far away from the amplifiers. <laughs> Don't really need to review the album after that, do we, really? Um, I think that just tells you what you need to know. Yeah, that, that kind of sets the, sets the tone um, for this record. Um, and, it, and it comes as no surprise, is the opening track. Uh, and it will come as no surprise that, that the opening track, you kind of go, fuck me, it's Muse. <laughs> And, and, that, that, yeah. and let's be honest, yeah. you don't really want to be feeling that many part of record on. No. Um, and, but the worst bit about this record is the fact that that's not the worst bit about the, the record, because it then kind of veers off suddenly. So you get the second track, One Good Piece of Me, which is a, a quite wonderful slice of kind of late 80s AOR kind of police mm. type pop rock. Foot tapping, sing alongy stuff, and you can go, oh, that's quite nice, that's quite yeah. fun. And then there it goes again. Um, you go back to the to the uh, them wanting to be muse, mm. um, and get you know, up. It's 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 what it's 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 all, it's all right. But the thing is, it's it's seventy minutes long, and any album 
doesn't matter who it's by, that's 70 minutes long, needs to be really fucking good. <laughs> because otherwise, you know, there's, there's, there's no room to move it. And this, you get halfway through this album and you're just thinking, my God, I'm only halfway through this yeah. album. <laughs> uh, so it's albums like this when I, I find myself checking the track listing independently just to be sure I haven't, like... You're not listening to the deluxe I'm version. I'm not listening to the deluxe edition or something, you know. Yes, no, this is just the normal version. And, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a quite nice instrument, instrumental toward, towards the end, uh, which is, is alright. And um, bizarrely... I, I was fed up by then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I listened to it on its own. Ah, exactly, yeah, because it sounded... I was like, yeah, was, yeah. If this had been near the start, I'd have probably listened to it. And actually, the other really long track on it, A Speedy Recovery, mm. uh, track six, is actually one of the better tracks on the album as well, mm. surprisingly. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just... It's, it's too long. Yeah, it's, it's, too, it's too long, and... Yeah, I don't think we'll be reviewing the sixth album. <laughs> I, saw, I saw it. I saw it described as soft grunge or post grunge, or I was just like, Ugh. no, 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 soft muse, soft muse. I mean, I mean, muse, fair enough, but soft, soft muse, and uh, it, it just, it just, it's as you say, it, it's that it, it feels like, and let's be honest, I've never really come across this band before. Um, probably won't listen to them again. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think it's safe to say. And I think it's safe to say that you get to your fifth album and you're recording up mountains with a microphone a long way away from the amplifier. You, the ideas are getting a bit, a bit slack. Although I will say, just just a, a bit, uh, kind of interesting point, his voice did remind me quite a lot of um, Colin Hay, in Men at Work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who has since become a country artist, but there you go. All those things. <laughs> the way the world kids it is yeah anyway that was one of our fastest podcasts ever that shows you well, how, how engaged we were in most of these records well you know it, it's um it, it I, I found i found that uh it's uh it's an odd time of year it is it's always a difficult time of year this one there's <laughs> gonna be a lot of that this year i think what do you think yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah there was one thing about 2016 despite all the madness and horrible things elsewhere uh, at least the music was good Anyway, that's the, end, that's the end of us for that's now. That's it, that's all I've got to say. That's the, that's the good news. <laughs> a mere 20 minutes of your time. Yeah. Uh, right, uh, join us again next time when uh, we will probably be reviewing the new Ryan Adams album, amongst other things. Yay! Um, see? So, that's what I'm talking about. See you then. <laughs>